0: This is Brandon's Corner, the podcast. Um, welcome to another episode of the. Well, I don't even like saying that. I, you know what? That's the problem I have. I don't know how to start these things off, Anton. I, I like to say, welcome. You know, hello, everybody. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for. Um, tuning in live uh, this is the random discourse podcast in sports podcast i should say we're talking some nba tonight we're going to uh, discuss what's going on in phoenix and if jeff hornacek is really to blame also we're going to uh go ahead and discuss my boy Kawhi leonard out in uh san antonio he needs to he deserves some love and i don't think he's getting enough Talk or love in the conversation of the NBA circles right now. Everybody's still engrossed with Seth Curry. Um, Women tonight is Anton. What's going on, brother? Hey, man. How's it going? It's going all right, man. What was that? <laughs> you know, just playing around. Uh, no, dude, um, I think uh, I'm ready to dive into these topics. I think this is actually going to be pretty fun. Um, looking at uh, what we have on the slate, there's going to be uh, some interesting debate. I can imagine. Yeah, man. So, I guess just to go ahead and get right into it, um, Jeff Hornacek, I guess they had they had a meeting, Sarver and uh, what was Chris McDonough? I, I think that's his name, yes. Ryan McDonough. I'm sorry. I called the man Chris earlier. But Ryan McDonough, apparently they had a, a meeting with the players to see if they should keep Jeff Hornacek as their head coach. What you think about that? Oh, man, I think... Pay- this is a little bit too early for Jeff Horn to say, I think he's kind of like been stuck in a position where he is not really in the driver's seat and he hasn't, he's been a victim of the early success, you know, them going 48 and 34, the first season under him, like that kind of like put them into that draft purgatory where they weren't able to really get the team better uh in the off season. And although since then it's kind of been on the GMs because you know, they're in that draft purgatory and the GMs aren't making the right moves. I mean, I don't think they've really been in draft purgatory so much. They, they've been where they, they needed to be. They, they've been a good young team for a long time, you know, after they made the trade for Eric Bledsoe. That kind of helped them out. But also they had Goran Dragic there and, and the Morris twins. Mm-hmm. what they decided to do this offseason didn't make sense really by trading the uh Marcus Morris making Marquise mad then going out and signing an and old Tyson Chandler trying to entice a soon to be old LaMarcus Aldridge to come there and i think that that decision this offseason along compounded with the Brandon Knight trade has put them in an awkward position where they <clears throat> they're too small up, uh in their backcourt the front court is now too old. With Tyson Chandler having to play awkward minutes with Alex Lynn sometimes, and then trying to pair him with with Markeith Morris, mm. and you know they can't contend and rebuild at the same time. That's impossible to do. You have to decide either you're going to go in full contention and just ride out with that, or you're just going to have to go ahead and rebuild. And that's where the Suns are stuck right now. Well, I think you have to think about. The the Suns are in a very tricky situation where they are in one of the few markets that are are not as dependent on corporate dollars. So, like, you have to have an energized fan base because they don't have a certain level of corporate seating that they're able to sell every year to make sure that they're profitable. You know, so they have to be some kind of game in town being in a city as small as Phoenix uh, from a corporate standpoint. So but where they went wrong before they even started with how their um uh, their their GM moves from the offseason, they've drafted horrible. You know what I mean? I know everyone wants to throw out the twenty thirteen draft, but selecting Alex Lynn with the number five pick, when you have people like Greet the Freak, even Kendall Caldwell Pope go after him, like you gotta get something for that pick, you know, even in that in that particular draft. And then the next year, what? They got Archie Griffin later on the draft in that draft, Archie. and then T.J. Warren the next year. So it's I like, mean, what you are you doing? You can't be mad at him with, with the Alex Lane pick. You can't be mad at him all for that. And I do agree, T.J. Warren isn't that bad right now. He's actually getting some playing time, and I think T.J. Warren provides an element. Um, I think I was I said this just talking, you know, when, about basketball, the offseason when somebody was saying, you know, TJ Warren could fit into that hybrid player that's starting to pop its head up in the NBA now, where he's a tweener. He's a small. He's not a good enough shot to be a small forward, but he's not big enough to be a power forward. But you just take advantage of his mismatches on yeah. the court. Yeah, like and, yeah. That as long as you're not a defensive liability type tweener, like to okay. I mean, I'm, you have to get let him play to be able to see how good he's going to be. But Alex Lynn, at, at that time when you know everybody was drafting, they the Suns needed a big man. They had just moved on from um, Amari Stoudemire and and that whole thing, so they needed a big man there because they had the guard play already, and they took a shot. They knew Alex Lynn Alex Lynn was going to be a project, but I think they they're messing up as far as his. Growth is concerned is by Tyson Chandler signing because now he's having the split minutes when really you just need to give him all the minutes he possibly can get at the to to see what you're really getting in return for that pick. Yeah, and and don't get me wrong, you know it wasn't a direct knock on T.J. Warren. Like T.J. Warren's mid range game is phenomenal. If he played in the late '80s, early '90s, T.J. Warren would be like a household name. Like his game is just made for that era, but you know, when you're looking at where the league is going, where it's like three and D, of up-tempo, up-pace, to take somebody as slow as Alex Lynn with the pace of play that they already had established under Jeff Hornacek, I thought that was very short-sighted. You know, you just can't just plug any big man in there. There have to be a really athletic big man that can get up and down that court. And Alex Lynn is not one of those guys that can keep up with that pace and get a lot of minutes. That's probably why he doesn't play as many quality minutes as he does because he just doesn't move down the floor that well. So you're telling me a 34-year-old Tyson Chandler moves better than a 25-year-old yes, Alex Lynch. I watched him last night. Yeah, absolutely. 100% <laughs> better than him. You know, he just, he's more fluid out there. It's just made for him. So, you know, but the colossal distraction this year has been the Moore's kid. You know, it's not Jeff Hornacek's fault that Marquis Moore don't know how to, like, live as a person without his brother living in his house. You know, these are adult men that can't live away from one another. This (laughs) is insane. You know, so, you know, uh, when, when you have somebody, like, such a distraction like that, he can't be a preschool teacher and an NBA head coach. No, he can't. And, and, and talking about the Morris kid, he came out again and apologized for the distraction that he's been. Like, doesn't he understand that even coming out and apologizing now is being a distraction? Because it, if it essentially, if you want to move on from this, you just need to stop talking about it and go out and play basketball. Yeah, just go away. You know what I mean? Just go away. So Everybody but, will forget about it if if, if they end up... Yeah. Making the A.C. the playoffs because in the West right now, that A.C. the playoffs is um still wide open. Hell, Utah is in the, A- is in the A.C. and I think what last I checked, they had 12 wins, 13 wins. And they shut so, off the, uh, the Sixers last night, too, for sure. Man, uh, if anybody loses to the Sixers for the rest of the season, they need to dude. Hey, they're one and one with Ish Smith. Like, and Ish was like out there balling last night. Actually, you be like watch him, dude that Ish and Ner- Nerlis Noel combo is actually coming together. But uh I, that 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 Ish and Jaleel Okafor combo not going to work though. I don't know about Jaleel, but that's a whole, okay, yeah, step, a whole which, other thing. What going to say? But no, um, but we do have to put some kind of like a uh onus on Jeff Hornacek in one respect. Is that they cannot. They make poor decisions down, down this, down the wire. So, you know, NBA games are won in the last two minutes of the fourth quarter, and like, and when you have poor decision making by one Brandon Knight and Tyson Chandler picking up, like just not being structured. You know, no, he doesn't have great court awareness. That's always been a Tyson Chandler issue. He picks up those stupid fouls because he doesn't know where he is on the court but, and he gets caught up in the But he needs to like really tell him that, dude. Uh, but together. he's 34 years old. He's been in the NBA, what, 16 years now? Come on, man. If, if he hasn't figured that out and, and being a professional NBA basketball player for that long, then he's not going to figure that out. All right, man. So the 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 Suns biggest problem I would say is their defense. Their defense is ranked 29th in the league right now, man. They can't stop anybody from scoring. I mean, what? The, they're 27th in giving up in opponent's uh points per game. They're last in field goal percentage and they're 27th in, in opponent three point uh percentage. So I mean, they're they're allowing you to score at will. Yeah. Oh, so you're saying a team with Eric Bledsoe, Brandon Knight, Marquise Moores can't defend. You know what I mean? Like, especially when Eric Bledsoe has to run a two at his height. So they don't have the length that other teams have to play good defense. And that's a GM thing. So that's why I'm not harping on them too much. You on know the what? Defense. I beg it different because right now they're six in, turn- in turnover sports as a team. So that doesn't mean they don't have the length to be able to play that defense. No, they it just get means they're lane. not. They I mean, lane. Cool, but don't you need length to get into a lane? No. You need, oh, anticipation. You you need anticipation and length. They have more anticipation than length. I'll get it. All right. I see what you're doing there. <laughs> but my, po- my point being is that if if you're able to get into the lanes like that, how hard is it to actually play? It, just give a little bit on defense like you could be like there's a difference between being ranked 27th in the league and points and points given given up per game and, and allowing 108 points than being 27th and only allowing, say, 100 points. There's a big difference. That's eight points, and, and with the amount of points that they can score, I mean, that's what they do. They go out there to outscore to outscore people. But at the same turn, you still need to play defense. That's what Golden State Warriors try to do every night, and they they know how to play defense. Well, you know, way to go ahead and like, uh, you know, set them to the gold standard immediately with that kind of roster. I think I think we got some time. Uh, <laughs> oh, they got me something. But you got to remember, this is what it's, Phoenix has always done, even back when Mike D'Antoni. Oh so. yeah, yeah. So it's it's a part of the culture. People want to see scoring, man. People want to see scoring. So I don't, I don't know. I I just hope they get it fixed, and I like to see Jeff Hornish stay at their head as yeah, as they, their they, head coach. They, he deserves another season, and he deserves a quality off season from uh, upper level. Oh yes, he does because they dicked him around a couple off seasons now, and I if they do it again, I would just leave if I was him. But, you know, that's not happening. Can't give up free money. No, absolutely. But, you know, one organization that doesn't never have the bad offseason is the Spurs. And uh, I know we were going to talk about Kawhi and what he's doing because um, pretty much he is the guy that the best player in the NBA that nobody really even knows. You know? He's uh, so quiet, man. He goes about his business very spur- – uh, is it San Antonio-like? Yeah. He, he's, a, he's, he's like the Manchurian candidate of a spur. You know what I mean? Like, if if Pop, like, really built one in the lab, it was probably Kawhi Leonard. But, you know, he's definitely getting his recognition from the pundits and everyone that watches. But, you know, he probably won't be starting in the All-Star game because of Kobe, Jelly Bean, Bryant. Oh, God. You know what? That's a whole other thing. You know what? Michael Jordan got voted in 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 that season he played with the Washington Wizards. That was so. a great All Star game, by the way. It was a great All Star yeah. game. Michael Jordan hitting the supposed game winning shot, and Kobe <laughs> ruining it. Right. So I hope somebody <laughs> ruins Kobe's All Star game. Like that's who I will anoint the next coming in NBA basketball. Whoever ruins Kobe's last stand. I don't know. And hopefully it happens this this one here. Because right. uh, you, you think Kobe going to come back? Just a quick question. Kobe to where? To, and to be, you know, I think he's just getting his sympathy run right now because he know he sucked. No, no. And and actually, he played better since everybody's been on his side. But mm-hmm. uh, I think he's going out because I think he's, like, really going to, like, make a film out of this. So, like, you know, oh God. that's All his right. thing. No. All right, well, back to Kawhi Leonard, man, and okay. the Spurs. Like, he is. He, I, I get what you're saying, but Kawhi Leonard is essentially Tim Duncan 2.0 as, as far as from a Spurs, a Spurs cultural stand, standpoint. Uh, he, he, he epitomizes what Pop will want in a player. Somebody that just comes out there, gets, goes out there, goes to work, follows the game plan, and does his job yeah. as best as he can possibly do it. Well, You 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 just really can't go wrong. You got a player that like last year he led the league in defensive rating. You know, this year he's out ahead in defensive rating. You know, and the last person to be like a non-power forward center to win like to lead the league in defensive rating was like Scotty Pippen at 94. So we're not seeing something that you just see every day from from a two-way player standpoint. You know what I mean? Uh but He's playing well, but he's not making everybody around him better. You know what I mean? I was looking at some stats. I actually saw this on the uh, the NBA subreddit. Is that the t- his teammates are actually you know shooting worse when he's on the floor? Like, risk true shooting percentage down almost ten percent. Tony Parker's down twenty four percent when I'm on the floor, and Timmy's down almost fourteen when I'm on the floor. So he's balling, but like he doesn't know even though I don't think he's a system player he's not getting everyone like else in the groove because I don't think he's that kind of leader that like galvanizes you with his play it's just like dude he's out there balling and you know you just it does it's not exciting you know, the but way you know he what? Balls he's not a playmaker Kawhi leonard was never meant to come into the n b a and light the n b a on fire by being this fantastic playmaker he was essentially drafted to do what he's doing and very well he's probably probably the best no there is no probably in it he is the best three and d player in the nba right now absolutely hands down Dude, i mean the he's top five player in the league like yes, so i don't think yeah so i mean but right now he's second in the league in in three-point percentage i think last i checked he was shooting what almost 50%, forty-seven and a half. I mean, at one point early, uh, early last week, he was shooting maybe 50%. And he was leading the league in three-point percentage. You know, like, yes. that was ridiculous. And all the while, he is, like, more than, like, making up for it on the defensive end. Like, last week, he held Paul George to 114 shooting. He had another outing where he, like, he's consistently holding his opponents under 30%, like, and going out there and putting up 21 points on his end at the same time. You really can't, you know, game plan for that. That's hard to game plan for during the regular season. I mean, he's like the Josh Norman of the NBA right now. You put your be- you put him on your best player, and your best player going to have a very rough day. Yeah, unless his name is Julio Jones. But first time they, they played Julio, man, he held Julio in check. So yeah. But Julio is too big for him. Oh, yeah. But that's the difference with Kawhi. Kawhi is generally too big for your guard, your small forward, or anybody in in the uh, NBA right now. Yeah. Oh, we got to ask a question, Anton. Yeah, man. I'm I'm like the top current top five players in the league. That's such a that's such a hard list. Yeah, you know I mean? it's fluid, that, but you know what? It's fluid. That's what I like about that question. Um, you you want to answer it, uh, dude? I can I can give you mine right now. Like. Oh, yeah. Curry, Brown, Westbrook, Durant, and Kawhi Leonard. I, I could go with Curry. I could go with Westbrook. I could go with Durant. I can go with Kawhi. But you know what? LeBron is in the top five for me right now. I have to go Anthony Davis. i so will probably Andre Drummond. That's a, that's a five A and B. Well it, And see, the reason it's five a, a, a and B for me is because Anthony Davis is it, his team is not doing that well, and Andre Drummond can't shoot free throws to save his life. But like, how do you even? How, like, no, no. I mean, no. like, come on, like dude, you can shoot better than thirty-seven one. and a half. I know, I know, I know. Like LeBron is shooting horribly from the field, but like LeBron is, is like. Clearly, the best player on the floor. Every time you watch him play, someone else. So it's like, except for you know, except for when he plays Golden State. No, it doesn't come off like that, dog. Like Golden State's team is greater than what LeBron, but like he comes off as the best player on the floor. Like let's 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 hold up on the like LeBron like fading this. away I'm, thing. I'm, I'm, I, I think this LeBron. is getting a lot of media coverage, and it's getting out of hand. Like the whole LeBron and the paint. clown shit. It's like. Duh, like, are you fucking crazy? Let's let's be for real. Like, I just want to calm know, down. I'm gonna but, calm down here, but calm down, please. You're getting a little upset. Not once did I say LeBron was fading. You just asked me my. I was the question is asked the current top five players yeah. in, the, in the league, and the I did league. say that it is fluid. Yeah. And LeBron is, if I, you know, LeBron is not a six. He's just right now playing it like a top five, and not the, the top player. Okay, yeah. that's all I'm saying, and. and and he, but you didn't listen to me five I follow. I, hey, right, okay. right, so point me. You point want me? Made, would you, point would you like him at five C? Does that make you better? Man, feel better? You know. Okay, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, but what what do you think the Clippers going to do with um with that Blake Griffin injury? Because that's their offense right there. Like I saw, you see Chris Paul out there trying to dump dog twice. Twice. Bro, like, like, he tried to dunk on somebody. What did he do? <laughs> and, like, you know, I don't know what happened to Chris Paul, but, like, he came out there with some extra juice last night. Because to try to take off twice, you know, the first one was, like, all right, that Cal Corver-like dunk, you know. But, mm-hmm. you know, but the second one, he was, like, trying to go to like Chris Paul in the Hornets jersey, dunking over Dwight Howard. Chris Paul. He thought, thaw- "Like Chris, what are you doing?" He's like, "Man, what year is it? What year is it?" Um, <laughs> no, nah, but I, like, all serious. Yeah, that Clippers team is not built to last, man. It's not even built to get far in the playoffs. It seems like this team is just built for the regular season. Actually, I think there will be a better playoff team than regular season team. I think they can't shoot. Yeah, and shooting matters less in the playoffs. You know, it matters doing the – no, I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, there's going to be some tough defense. You're going to miss some buckets, you know what I mean, in the Mm -hmm. playoffs. And the other team's going to miss some buckets. But, like, the way that Chris Paul is, like, the way that Blake and and DeAndre can be down low, I think that's more – it weighs on you more in a seven-game series than them coming in one Thursday night – you know, in the middle of February, I don't know, man. I don't know. Okay, but because th- this team didn't work uh, it, uh, under the similar construct as it is now. Last season, what makes you think it's going to work differently this year? Uh, I think they were one lapidical outing away from the Western Conference Finals, so I, I don't, I don't. I don't want to say anything about that. But, you know, one thing, even though he's having a bad week, I've been on the PG-13 train all the year. So I'm glad that, yeah, like the last last week he hasn't been stellar, but he saw Kawhi last week, you know, and Kawhi messed up his numbers. But, you know. Kawhi, Kawhi took his mojo. That's yeah, what he, he did. Took, he, took, he, he, took, he did take the mojo from him. But PG is absolutely – balling man you got to look at him and say that where that indiana when that indiana pacers team is right now how do you not say pg was not playing the best ball not named steph curry you know before a week ago like period um but it didn't play no he was playing some excellent ball. I, I we even touched we even touched on that. So I can't even I can't even discredit you and even and say anything bad about PG. I'm just saying PG is just struggling right now. Mm-hmm. He's not he's not on that LeBron struggle. He can't be anything on that out, outside. I, even uh, early season Kobe was not on that LeBron struggle. Out, I don't know. Early season Kobe was worse than LeBron. But dude, you have you watched the like LeBron can't hit the ocean, bro. Period. LeBron can hit the ocean. Yeah, like, nah, like it's going to bounce oh, up close, a couple It'll rim around if he how hits close the we ocean. Talking. How close we talking? It's we, 28% shooting out of Yeah, exactly. You got to get it. Like, he, like, it's bad. No, but I'm saying how close we got to get him to the ocean until he makes it. Yeah, that's it. Like, yeah, exactly. We <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad question yeah. to have to it, It's, right it's one of those, like, it better... It depends if it's high tide a little time, whether he can hit oh, the ocean. You oh, know what I mean, it's, it's like his like, <laughs> like. hairline and his jump are receding. Come on, man! Like that's one thing that bothers me though. Before before we get out of here, that's one thing that does bother me. Mm-hmm. Anton. Like these cats that are in the NBA know know what it what they need. To do to to be successful, you know, get in there and work on your jump shot and and get you a, a patented couple of moves and some spots where you know you just a, a knockdown shooter. Yeah, and I don't understand how so many people don't get that down. Like Dwayne Wade found out and and finally did it, but also he had to slow down to realize well, that. I think I think that the front office has embraced analytics a lot earlier than the players and their personal trainers have embraced analytics to the point where you got to have spots where you get hot, but those spots also need to be within where the flow of the game is now, because like where people used to like really try to make their, their living at the left or right elbow though, that area of starting that starting position is not a place of power in today's league. You know, it needs to be stressed out. I think that they need to change the parameters of the court because they, they need to give them more space to move and work in outside of that, um, Outside of that, outside of the three-point one, you know what I mean. The players are just too big now. They need more space to. If if the three is going to be as important as it is in today's game, in the last couple years, you got to change. Yeah, but I mean, LeBron needs to kind of find his spots. You know that. You see, Russell Westbrook is trying to to start to reown that 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 what free throw line jump shot. Cause that's that's his go to on that, the, on that was the his fast buck. break. If if you if you play off him, he's pulling up. If you play too close, he's going in there and trying to dunk on your head to kill your whole life. But LeBron is he go is he going to be a post player? You know, live in that old school. Go back take take it there the, to the basketball? to the Jordan Kobe like they, yeah. they give you that Mark Jackson post up moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he should because he can't shoot. It's too late to learn how to shoot. You know, like that's that that shit is sell. You know what I mean? And that's not one of those things. No, no, no. So that that's that's just gotta we gotta make sure that he he can work where he works best. You know what I mean? If LeBron would have played his whole career power for it, you know, Carmelo, you know, might be out of a job when it comes to points. And hopefully he is. But eventually. But with he no. I don't even want to talk about. That. Right? I don't, I don't <laughs> you even want to talk about. You just started LeBron. to digress into Carl Malone. I did because we're going to end on that, man. Because yeah, you, you, you. you just started getting personal. It's like you just started having your own personal conversation about Carl Malone, and it, we can't. End. Come no, on, man. No, but I see him like. Remember, like three years ago when he was like just ridiculously jacked with the heat. Like Carl Malone. No, LeBron. LeBron. LeBron like, yes, He should have. Yes. He should have kept that. That should have been his game like going out of the league. He should have just done that on his way out. But yeah, just bully people. Bully people. Just bully, bully yeah. his way out of the league. Yeah, if, if you're going to do it and you're going to get it's guarded a by Drake Long green. on on the basketball court, basically. You know, the way he yells at his teammates, like he 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 got some Richie in him cuz like he on defense, oh, you out need, there but you gotta have, bro. you gotta have some Richie, you gotta have some Michael, and you gotta just punch somebody in the face. But on, on that note, yeah, we're gonna leave you with that. Just remember, everybody, <clears throat> when you're on the basketball team, make sure that you gotta punch somebody in the face. You gotta have never that player. Player. That's leadership, you gotta right have. here. That's called leadership. That's le- you know, you might not know anything about it. It's called leadership. <laughs> you gotta punch people in the face sometimes. Hey, but I thank everybody for tuning in. Um, uh, and if you're picking this up, um afterwards on itunes you know give us that like that five-star review um i know it's like this the shameless begging for 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 love plug but message (laughs) message all right even if you don't if you don't prefer itunes we all soundcloud as well and uh i thank everybody for listening um anton uh you can find me at please say the d at all your social media outlets like all of them? Well, you know, if you don't find me at one, just hit me up on the other one and let me know that where I need to do <laughs> All right. All right all well, right. on that, we are.